The Lord is high above the heavens and his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens and his glory above the nations. Come on and give God that highest, 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 highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is high above the heavens. Thank you, Jesus. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nation. Give God the highest, highest, highest. Hallelujah. 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 What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. We serve him with wisdom, power, and love. We, we serve him. We, we humble ourselves today under the mighty outstretched hand of God because God is always and forever in control. Sometimes things happen in our lives, praise God, and it's out of our control, literally out of our control. And so that's when we have to rely and depend on God. Know that he is God. Know that he is God. And besides him, there is no other. So we thank God today and we look to the hill for which cometh our help, knowing that all of our help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's he and he alone. Hallelujah. It's he and he alone. Uh, Mr. Chen, could you go get my phone, please? It's he and he alone. Mr. Uh, Dennis has it. It's he and he alone. So we're grateful and thankful for being in the land of the living. Excuse me, have to do some logistical things here. Praise God. So God is good. God is good. Um, Saint to the most high God. Uh, this is uh, this today is going to be real talk from living health quality. Amen. We truly thank God for this day and truly thank God for being in the land of the living, knowing that God is able. And what is God able to do? Exceedingly, abundantly, but all we could ask or even think. And as I've heard, praise God, it's raining outside. It's raining in Westminster. It's raining in Long Beach. Hallelujah. And I believe it's raining in Kelowna, in Corona. I don't know if it's raining all over Southern California, but it does rain in California and rain is a blessing. You know, they used to say when it started raining that the devil is mad, that the devil is mad. I mean, I'm sorry that God is mad. Praise God. And the other one from the country says that uh, the devil is beating his wife. So, you know, all those things from way back when, but they work, praise God, they worked way back when. So I'm truly thankful um, for God being God all by himself. Mr. Sin, could you get Samuel? For, uh, for God being God all by himself, praise God. So before we get into some things, um, Dennis has my phone. Uh, so before we get, get moving into some things, praise God, get these logistical things out of the way. And then we'll, we'll, we'll be moving forward. But I'm thankful and grateful that today is real, that today is real. Thank God for being in the land of the living and thank God for God being God all by himself. This is live in a living color. Praise God. We always go live and uh, it's just a blessing being able to do so. 
I thank God for all of you who continually pray for me. I thank God for my my mentors who have prayed God, prayed for me down through the years. I thank God for what God has done, you know, in our lives and in our ministry. And I thank God that that he's still moving. Mr. Dennis, Dennis has it. Yes. Uh, And God is still moving. Yes, yes, yes. God is still moving. Praise God. He's still alive and he's well. So our families have faced a lot of things. I'm stalling a little bit before I jump into things, waiting for my phone to come. But before I, I jump into things, I am stalling uh, because God, ha- God has really blessed us abundantly above all we could ask or even think. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Ab- abundantly above all we could ask or even think. And because of the power that's working uh, uh, in us, we can speak those things that are not as though they were. Uh, as, as I was uh, praying this morning and uh, moving here and there and about, uh, something came to me, praise God, and basically the Holy Ghost uh, brought it to my attention in conversation with someone else, and it basically was something like this. Um, in our life today, we have to come to the point and understand what our spiritual prescriptions are, amen. And our spiritual prescriptions come from Life's everyday experiences, life's everyday experiences. When you go through something, turmoil, when you come out on the other side, a blessing. And then when you go through something again, turmoil, come out on the other side, blessing. Praise God. You got to understand that what the Holy Ghost does, amen, in life is allow our circumstances, amen, to be a spiritual prescription just like when we go to the doctor praise God and we tell the doctor all about what's going on uh, inside of us praise God and then the doctor sometimes say I'll be right back well I'm not a doctor but I'm just assuming and I think I'm very much evident that he has to go back and read some books based on what you told him and then basically what's in the book it kind of narrows down praise God into a specific area Hallelujah. And in that specific area, then it lets him know medications that he may prescribe. Just like when you go to auto mechanic, you go to the mechanic and you tell the mechanic the symptoms, praise God, of what's going on with your vehicle. And so from that uh, framework of what you tell him, praise God, he now begins to look at that area. And haven't you been, hallelujah, involved in the repairing of your vehicle, praise God, and what you find out. What you find out is that you gave him the symptoms. He followed you and the symptoms. And then he said, I repaired your car. And then he said, and it cost you this much. But you get the car and the car is still not working. He comes back. He said, I did what you told me. Well, that doesn't fix the problem. And sometimes the prescription that the natural doctor gives doesn't fix the problem. So what he has to do? Go back and give you another scripture. What the auto mechanic does, bring it back and we'll look at it again. Uh, and we're going to charge you again. So, so, so be careful. Be careful whether it's your car or whether it's your own health. And know that you must take charge of everything. Today, 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 saints of the most high God, I was violated tremendously. Hallelujah. Tremendously, ethically violated. Hallelujah. Tremendously ethically violated have you ever been or felt violated yes we're going to do some real talk today 
violated. Hallelujah. Do you know that the violation, amen, of a Lucifer in the garden when he beguiled Eve, raped her of the essence of who she was. Hallelujah. And uh, <laughs> scripture so may say uh, Adam was near. Hallelujah. He, might, he, he was near, but I'm not going to get caught up on that. I just want to get caught up on that word beguile, the raping, the raping. Hallelujah. So it, 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 it is it is uh, uh, naturally uh, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's violation. Praise God. It's violation. So when you look at the ethics of things, praise God, you look at business and, and friendship. Business in its own right is about the dollar. That means uh, you're not my friend. You're not, I'm not anyway associated with you other than this business agreement. And in this business agreement, praise God, what we're going to find out is that it's strictly business that either I have a product that you're paying for or we have gotten together and said, I'm going to provide you something. Either you're paying for something that you need. And to all you entrepreneurs out there, let me let you know that God has still he's not finished. Amen. With all of the 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 innovation, amen, the the innovative thinkers, praise God. There is something that God has on the inside of you, praise God, that's 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 fighting, trying to get out. And it's something that somebody's going to need, because if you find the need and if you can meet that need, amen, you will be compensated for meeting that need. So I'm just speaking to my entrepreneurs out there. Y'all need to get up. Y'all need to get out because in this space, in this space from March last year to this March this year, in this coronavirus space, praise God, we got opportunity to commune with God. We got opportunity to commune with God and spending time with God, amen, being quarantined with him, amen. There's some things that are coming out. There's some things that are coming up, amen. I need you to go for it. I don't need you to be depressed. Amen. The Holy Ghost does not need you to be depressed. The Holy Ghost needs you to dig down deep because there's some power on the inside of you. Let me get to this real talk. Let me get to this real talk. Okay. On the business side, on the business side, it's strictly business. We have no friendship, praise God, but we have a black and white binding contract. And this contract speaks to the fact that we are in business together. I'm doing something. You're doing something. Amen. Ah, buying a house. It's a contract. Uh, buying furniture. It's a contract. Buying a car. It's a buying. It's a binding legal contract. Now, saints of the most high God in this friendship, praise God. In this friendship, we do business. You must have a legal binding contract, praise God, a legal binding contract. But then there is this other area. There is this other area. Praise God. Real talk today for all of us. This other area. There must be full disclosure in when you're doing what you're doing when you call yourself a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. When you fall under the guise, under the title of nonprofit. Hallelujah. And I want to share with you some information about the council or from the council of nonprofit. 
from the Council of Nonprofit Organizations. I don't know who am I talking to out there. Praise God. Transparency, praise God, inspires confidence. Transparency inspires confidence. Amen. That's being able to open up and see. Amen. Oh, open up uh, the Bible. Gee, we have to be an open book. Amen. My life must be an open book. Praise God. So transparency inspires confidence. Hallelujah. Beyond what the law requires. Amen. Within nonprofit organizations, transparency inspires confidence beyond what the law requires. Praise God. Business, nonprofits. Amen. Nonprofits can demonstrate their commitment to ethical practices by being entirely transparent with financial information and fundraising practices, i.e., we just cannot uh, arbitrarily uh, go out and put up this sign, praise God, and then after behind the sign is something else. Hallelujah. So we're going we're gonna to dance. It's going to make sense as we go along. Communications must be accurate and honest. Accurate and honest. We cannot just put information out there to the public under nonprofit. Yes, yes. There's some things going on right now. There's some things going on right now. And it's public information. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Michael Brown's family. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, through nonprofit. Uh-huh. Some things going on, praise God. Using under the guise of Michael Brown. Uh-huh. Funds received, praise God. But nothing went to the Brown family. We're talking about communication must be accurate and honest. We're talking about the fact that transparency inspires confidence, praise God. We're talking about the fact that honesty in communication includes providing attributions uh, uh, for images and photographs, hallelujah, and videos. You know, only use images of people with prior permission and never include information with images of minors that could be considered personal identifying information. There are rules and guidelines. Sometimes uh, I am not blessed. We are not blessed because we do not follow the rules. Praise God. And I don't care what and who you think or say you may be. Praise God. The Bible says give Caesar Caesar's due. We must obey the laws of the land. We are called disciples of Christ, us uh, Christians, we are called to a higher level of accountability than the world. So you cannot, I cannot uh, point my finger at the world or point my, my, my finger at things that are unethical, praise God, and I myself, mm, help me Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord, we have to be better. Hallelujah. So only use those images, amen, that you have permission to use. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A fundamental financial transparency practice. Here is a fundamental financial transparency practice. Hallelujah. Is to make it easy for visitors to a nonprofit website to find information about the nonprofit's budget, the nonprofit size, and its sources of revenue, as well as information about the board, hallelujah, composition, uh, programs, and outcomes and impacts, staffing 
and donors, protecting the identity of those who wish to remain anonymous. Praise God. Remember, fundraising is regulated. Fundraising is regulated. Praise God. We must, based on the size and who we are, we must be able to give an account of what we are doing, why we're doing it, when we're doing it, especially when we are receiving, amen, in our hands, funds, 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 funds. Yes, yes. Remember, fundraising laws. Remember that fundraising is a regulated and it's regulated by state law, regulated by state law. So there are certain documents that tax exempt nonprofits must make available to the public. Yes. Public disclosure. That means as a nonprofit, anyone who gave or anyone who comes in can request, praise God, can request. Hallelujah. I got my I'm ill fitted here. I hear my wife saying you're ill fitted. Your stuff twisted up. Uh, uh, but 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 you must be able to give that information to have that information available. Hallelujah. It is a requirement among them as a notice that must be provided by organizations that are tax exempt, but not a public charity in connection with solicitations. The information that I gave you comes from the Council of Nonprofits. Hallelujah. The Council of Nonprofits.org. Praise God. So entrepreneur, man of God, woman of God, you who are out there, praise God, and you're getting ready to go into this area. Amen. Please go study. Please go study. Hallelujah. Yes. Study to sow thyself. Study the word of God. Study to sow thyself a, a workman. Praise man. Study to sow thyself a workman. Hallelujah. That needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Praise God. We must study in all areas because it's a lot of us. Praise God. God gives us things. Praise God. Gives us things. Give us ideas. He he and the Holy, we entreat the Holy Spirit. We pray and we put time in and, and God has given us our spiritual prescriptions to work with, praise God. And on top of that, now God blesses us, but we don't do the homework, amen, to make sure that our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed. And then what happens, someone comes in, a wolf from around the corner or a, 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 a wolf from the door that's open, praise God, they come in. And then they get the spoil. Amen. They get, amen, the benefits of what you have labored for, what you have prayed for. Amen. And what you're doing. I don't know. This is real talk today. I'm just going to flow and go with him. Saints of the most high God. Yes, I was violated today. And I know you're saying, what is the violation? But at this particular point, it is so early. Amen. That I won't give all of it, but I'll get enough of you. I'll get enough of it. So we're thankful. Amen. So you can go again to the council of nonprofits.org. Amen. They have resources. Amen. And also ethical things that you can be alerted to as it relates to fundraising. So here again, we got sins of omission. Hallelujah. Sins of omission. That's right. When you do something, amen. And you have presented something. Praise God. You presented something and the face value, the surface value is just like this, this uh, background that's, that, that's behind me. And someone sees that background and they are entreated. But behind that background is something else. We need full disclosure in what you're doing and who you are. If you go to the Greater Harvest website, you will see the Greater Harvest Church. 
you see something there that says uh, uh, Pastor uh, Emmett Campbell was there and uh, incorporated in 1956, uh, Genesis 8 and 22, through seed, time, and harvest, amen, the greater harvest church of God in Christ still standing on that solid foundation. It's because of God and those people who are faithful enough to stay committed. I'm so grateful for the greater harvest church. I'm so grateful for Genesis 8 and 22 through seed, time, and harvest, and whatever season it is, praise God, the greater harvest. And so I'm so thankful and grateful for that, and I'm thankful and grateful for the fact that even in these times right here, here. Even in these times right here, our vision 2020, 2021, praise God, is, is uh, focus, amen, focus and refocus, hallelujah, focus, hallelujah, and refocus. And if you focused on something and something gets a little blurry, you have to refocus. And so I'm thankful, I'm thankful and grateful that through seed time and harvest, we yet find ourselves in a season of prayer, believing and trusting God. Amen. So in that, hallelujah, we grow, we go, we fellowship, we work and we serve. Amen. Five different functions, amen, out of Acts, hallelujah, and it's right there on the website. So what does the Bible say about sins of omission? Let me get back on pipe, on point. People sometimes ask, or people sometimes speak of sins of commission, commission, and sins of omission. Sins of commission are those sinful actions that are proactively done. That means you you commission, you know what you're doing, when you're doing it, and you premeditate the thought on how you're going to get it done. Sins of commission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sins of commission are those sins and actions that are proactively done. Lying or, or stealing. Example of sins of commission. Praise God. Friends of commission. A sin of omission is a sin that takes place because of not doing something that is right. Praise God. Omission. So praise God. Uh-huh. There's another background up there for you. And you see that background, praise God. But I'm going to let you know, saints of the most high God, if you present something to be this and it ends up being something else. Hallelujah. That's omission. And it takes place because of not doing something that is right. Examples could include uh, uh, not praying. Hallelujah. Not standing up for what is right. Hallelujah. Like saying uh, you tell somebody the Christian cliche of I'm going to pray for you. Well, if anybody knows me, if if you ask me for prayer, I'm just waiting for you to take a breath. I'm going to grab your hand. I'm going to pray right now, whether on the phone or whether in person, I'm going to pray right now. But the sin of omission, it says uh, that if, if you tell somebody you go pray for them and you don't pray for them. Hallelujah. It's sin. And I just remind myself and remind you also, praise God, that one sin, one unrepented sin, one unrepented sin will keep you out of heaven. So I have increased my repentance, praise God, because whether it's commission or omission, I want to be forgiven because no man know the day nor the hour that the son of man will appear. No one knows when the death angel will knock in your door. But I do know one thing. God has been rebuking death off of me. Amen. Since before I was came into the world. Hallelujah. And I don't know if you got that same testimony, but if I left to myself, amen, death would have consumed me in 1985. 
Death would have consumed me before I came forth into the world in 1955. Death would have consumed me less than 30 days ago when this individual ran the light if I was on my way to church. Hallelujah. There's many car accidents, all those things. Death, amen, has been held back. And I'm thankful and grateful for a prayer time. Amen. A prayer time. Even in our prayer time, praise God, we rebuke death. Amen. Hallelujah. We bind and rebuke the virus. Praise God. Why? Because we're speaking and we're, we're, we're speaking those things that are not as though they were. We're welcoming the, the vaccines. We're, we're welcoming everything that governments are trying to do because there are men and women like us living in this natural body. And we must remember, praise God, that God only knows. People will speculate, praise God. People will speculate. People will speak from out of a, a, a indigestion in their stomach, praise God. They don't know. They're just speaking because they believe it is God. This would bring me to another point, praise God. If God, if God, or when God is speaking to someone else concerning you, you know too. Amen. You know about it. It doesn't come to you as a surprise. It comes to you as confirmation. It comes to you as confirmation. Confirmation about what the Spirit of God has planted in your spirit. Now he comes and he sends someone audibly, praise God, to speak, amen, what he already spoke to you. Now that's confirmation that you hear the voice of God. So get up and do something. Get up and do something. Let me get back on track here. So, so, so that commission is, it's, it's when you're not praying, not standing up for what is right. Praise God. You could be in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a situation. I said in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a situation. Uh, let me tell you something about Peter. Peter was asked, yeah, uh, help me, Holy Ghost. Can we get it in there? Hmm. Mm. Jesus asked Peter, that's right, Jesus asked Peter, he said, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Yes, Lord, I love you. Uh, no, Peter, before the clock crows, before the rooster crows three times, you will have denied me. Uh, Peter said, no, Lord. But what happened? What happened? What happened down the road? Praise God. What happened down the road? Hallelujah. Uh, 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 Jesus uh, walked by. Some saw Peter. Hallelujah. His dress and heard him talking. Praise God. Aren't you one up? Nope. Ain't got nothing to do. No, not. No, 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 no. Not me. Praise God. Here we are. Not standing up for what is right. Amen. So listen, there is a conversation going on. Your co-workers. Hallelujah. Sometimes even your family, praise God. And it's wrong conversation, wrong communication. Well, you don't have to say anything. Yeah, let's get, you know what? Excuse me. I, I'm going to the restroom. I got to go get a drink of water. Uh, I, you got to remove yourself from it. Because if I'm sitting in the midst of something that I know that I don't agree with, that I know that's not right. If I'm sitting in the midst of it, then I'm co-signing it. You don't want to co-sign it. You want to stand for right. You want to stand for right. So not standing for right, not standing for what is right, or not sharing Christ with others. Oh, 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 oh. A couple of weeks ago, Pastor White was, we were here together, praise God, and we talked about witnessing, amen, and how easy it is you know uh we have this this cliche that we say 
Use me, Lord. Oh, God, can you use me, Lord? Well, we put it out there and the Holy Ghost sets us up, amen, to be used. And sometimes we are preoccupied with our own stuff, amen. Other times we just ignore the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We don't have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Saints to the most high God, all these things are sins of omission. Hallelujah. James 4:17 is often used as a key verse. He said regarding sins of omission. So whosoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. Ah, oh, saints of the most high God, you can't blame the devil. You can't blame mama. You can't blame sister, brother, because him who know what to do is right and don't do it. It is sin. Simple, simple. Amen. You don't need to be a theologian. You know right and wrong. Praise God. You know right and you know wrong. Hallelujah. This overstretching theme provides the basis for the concept of sin of omission. So bottom line, huh, uh, there was a presentation uh, that I responded to and that presentation wasn't everything that it was presented to be. Unethical, unethical. Saint to the most high God, ah, it doesn't take, uh, um, thank you Jesus, um, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's the small fox that destroys the vine. It's the little things that we don't think a lot of. Amen. That's really our challenge. So when you when when Jesus is giving a clear example, a clear example, a clear example here, praise God. Jesus gives a clear example of sin, of omission in the account of the Good Samaritan. Two different men came upon an injured man who had been robbed hallelujah, and was lying alongside of the road. Both men passed by, hallelujah, without helping. But then comes the third man. Ah, both of those men that passed by, they ignored it like he wasn't there. Hallelujah. I got another testimony. The other day, leaving the, uh, the bonds in my community, uh, I came out and I got in the car and I was getting in the car and a young man he looked at me and he waved. And when he waved, I acknowledged warmly, praise God. And then he said, could I, could, could, could I come talk to you? I said, yes, come on. Uh, so he came over uh, and he was, hallelujah, a Caucasian person. Uh-huh. And he was driving a, a moderate car and he had two uh, elderly people with him, both Caucasians, praise God. And so he began to say that, you know, a couple of months prior to, they had a three-bedroom home in uh, Lake Elsinore, praise God, down the street a little place, Lake Elsinore. And so he said, we lost our home, and these are my friends, praise God, and I'm just trying to help them to get around. They don't have a car. He said, would you have, uh, uh, would you, do, do you have something you could give so I could put some gas in my car? Well, I thought about it. And if I had it in, I just dug in my pocket. But what I was able to say was, you know what? I, I don't have any money. And I didn't. I didn't have any money. And I said to myself, there's a, no, I said to him, I said, there's a parable in the Bible. I said, when the men of God was going inside of the church, I said, and it said, silver and gold, I have none. 
but that I have, I give unto you. I said, so I'm going to pray for you right now. And as I was praying, praise God, as I was praying, and he, when I stopped, he threw up his hands, praise God, and I finished praying, and he said, man, he said, thank you so much. I said, you're welcome, but I need you to go here because I had to admit to myself, praise God, and here's where we mess up. I had to admit to myself when I was leaving the, the market, I was, when I was leaving, you know, the, the, the grocery store, praise God, the Holy Ghost said, get $20. Y'all don't hear me. I'm going to say it again. I heard the Holy Ghost loud and clear on cash back, get 20. And I said, no. So as I prayed and was closing the prayer, the Holy Ghost said, now go back inside and get that $20 that I told you to get from the beginning. Oh, saints of the most high God. Y'all don't hear me today. Y'all don't hear me today. Y'all don't hear me today. If you can't hear God in things like this, how do you expect to hear God in anything else? Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I said, wait right here. I went back in, got that 20, came back out. And he said, I know the word of God too. And I said, well, tell me what you know about the word of God. So we began to exchange and talk, praise God. And he got to the point, praise God. And he said, you know what? I want to give you your $20 back. I said, you know what? The devil is a liar. You keep that. I wasn't calling him the devil. I know what the Holy Ghost had told me. Praise God. I'm just telling you, saints, you got to have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. There's ethics. There's ethics in everything because the ethics as it relates to that story. And what I'm talking about today is the fact that nobody knew that the Holy Ghost told me to get that twenty dollars on cash back other than me. So I could have ignored that. But if I had ignored that completely, amen, I would be violating my internal integrity because as soon, soon, soon as the opportunity presented itself, Satan himself would have brought that disobedience right back, put it in front of my face. And when I needed something from the Lord or I needed the confidence and transparency to move forward, amen, he would have brought it back. So that I was talking about spiritual prescription in the beginning. You see where it comes 360. God is constantly amen, a doctor in our spirit. Hallelujah. He's trying to encourage my emotions. Praise God. He's trying to encourage my physical well-being. Praise God. And he's definitely trying to hallelujah, encourage my spirit. I'm thankful to God. Amen. Thankful to God to where he is. And who he is, let us go ahead and, 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 and get on through, down on through here. Let me confront, let me finish this. So the two men walked right by. Hallelujah. The third man stopped and helped, proving himself as the one who did the right thing. Have you done the right thing? In the last 24 hours, or even since you've been 24 hours, it's too big a gap. Amen. And since you opened your eyes this morning, have you done the right thing? Real talk. Have you done the right thing? Did you hear God? Amen. Did you respond to God? Then you do what the Holy Ghost told you to do. Well, you see, the Holy Ghost come. He's coming with power. He's coming with information and he's coming to bring back all things to our remembrance, what he had told us to do, what he had given us to do. But the fact of the matter is, are you willing 
to submit to the voice of God, even though it is uncomfortable, even though sometimes it is even unbearable. It is mentally unbearable. It is emotionally unbearable. It is a struggle to keep it up, but you can keep it up because greater is he that lives within us than he that lives within this world. And all you got to do is believe God. So the third man, he stopped. He helped providing himself the one who did the right thing. The two men who did not help could be considered as those committing a sin of commission. I'm yes, a sin of omission. Praise God. God a sin of omission. Hallelujah. A sin of omission. Remember one sin, one sin, one sin. The word of God for you today. Matthew 25 order offers another example. Yes, Lord, regarding the sin of omission. Verses 44 through 45. Note what it said. They, then they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison? and did not minister to you. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Each and every one of us today. Let me tell you something else about that gentleman. That gentleman told me, he said, you know what? When people used to ask me for money, he said, I used to scowl and say no. I forgot that part. He said, now look at me. Now look at me. Saint to the most high God, <laughs> we are continuing down this path and where we are, praise God. And we must understand that <laughs> we don't know from one date to the next where we're going to be. So let me get back on track here. So uh, we have hungry people. We have thirsty people. Saint to the most high God, we are greater harvest. Amen. We're continuing to look hallelujah, and explore strange new areas of opportunity where we can go serve, hallelujah, go serve, hallelujah, work and worship, praise God. And how do we do that? Because ministry must take on new dynamics, hallelujah, nothing new under the sun to God, but new to us because We've got to build on the old foundation and we've got to be able to step out and step into where God is leading us. And like Starship says, to go where no other man has gone before. I'm so excited, amen, about what God is doing. And yes, I, our family, my family has been touched during this last year uh, many times over, praise God. But I am also excited that I see God. I see God. I want to remind you that weeping men do it for night and joy comes in the morning, comes in with the morning light. Praise God. So, so uh, uh, the hunger, the thirst, amen. You didn't, hallelujah, and did not minister to you. Then he will answer them saying, truly, I say to you, as you did not do it for one of my, did not do it for the least of these, praise God. You did it not unto me. We got to understand that serving the Lord is more than ushering. Serving the Lord is more than singing on the choir. Serving the Lord is more than standing up preaching. Serving the Lord is more than uh, uh, 
uh, being on the trustee board, serving the Lord is more than all of that. We can't serve God unless we are serving each other. If I'm not serving you and you're not serving me, we're not servicing God. Amen. Hallelujah. And we can't pick and choose who we desire to serve. We have to be able to serve outwardly, openly, anyone and seize the moment and the opportunity to be of service. This is just real talk today. Real talk today. Real talk for everyone because I was violated today. I was ethically violated today and I am angry about it, but I will not sin. Oh yes, we're going to get to the bottom of it and we're going to deal with it head on. And I'm excited about God that we can deal with it scripturally. And that's what God wants us to do in our lives. When we run into opportunities, when things are happening, praise God, he wants us to know the word in a way where we can deal with this thing as the word dictates that we should deal with it. Because if we don't deal with it as the word directs us, basic living instruction before leaving earth, if we don't deal with it as the word instructs us, praise God, then we are in violation of the word of God. And we are not followers of Christ. If we are followers of Christ, that means that we're going to follow Jesus all the way. And we have no excuse because Hebrews says we have not such a high priest who's not been touched by our infirmities. That means that Jesus was here. You got to believe it. He was here uh huh, and he is here in the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And if you mess around and if we praise him enough, we'll see the, the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We'll see the Shekinah glory come in. The Shekinah glory can come in. It's just you and your car. The Shekinah glory will come in you and your home. Hallelujah. The Shekinah glory will come in. Isaiah, I love Isaiah. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And that's what we need to do, saints. The world needs to see the glory of God working in us and through us. Need to see the glory of God high and lifted up. Ethically, praise God. Transparently, praise God. And realness, praise God. Hallelujah. We've got to use whatever means we have and we have to minister, amen, to a dying world. The world is responsible for its own actions, praise God. But, 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 but the body of Christ is responsible for taking on more attributes of the world than of the Bible. Amen. As more attributes from the world Amen. The world that subliminally, hallelujah, I put one syllable in there too much. Uh, uh, the world literally, praise God, presents stuff. Amen. They literally take sin, give it a new name, and tell us to call it that. And then we open up our arms as accepted. We are salt and light, saints. Let me, let me get on through here. Let me get on down through here. Hallelujah. Here, Jesus clearly indicates that a lack of action can be considered sinful. The lack of action can be considered sinful. Hallelujah. God giving us our five emotions. I got to hurry. God gives us five emotions. Hallelujah. Sense, smell, touch, uh, and, and uh, anger. Another one. Amen. That may not be it categorically, but it's close to it. And I want to look at that every emotion is given to us for a specific purpose. Hallelujah. And anger, a specific purpose. Amen. It is an, an emotion that's given to us for that would 
push us to take action. And so when we've seen anger presented in a in a negative uh, connotation, praise God, then we begin to emulate that negativity. So we see it uh, broad spread through inner cities everywhere. Our young men are angry. Our, our young men are angry and our young women are angry uh, because there's, there's, just, there's just stuff. It's, it's just stuff compiled, compiled. It's anger. And anger has only been given a negative outlet. So we have to get to the point, praise God, that there is some positive, some positive actions that come out of that. And that must be demonstrated by us who have lived and still live in this skin, praise God. We must begin to be examples, amen, the right pure examples on, on teaching. Okay, I got a little bit more. Let's go to 1 John 3.17. And 1 John 3.17 offers this as an example, praise God. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, that was me and that what I just said, right? Anyone, oh, help me. Uh, anyone, praise God, has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him. Woo! Anyone, anybody. He has no respect to person in blessings, and he has no respect to person in anger, God's anger, and there's no respect to person in God's wrath, and there's no respect to person as it relates to consequences that you and I will encounter because of the choices that we make. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us not love in word or talk. Hallelujah. Let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Hallelujah. John commanded those who follow Jesus to live in ways that show the love for others. Saints to the most high God, if we want to be able to communicate cross-culturally, if we want to communicate beyond the walls that we have, there's nothing that's going to tear down these walls except the love of God. There's nothing that's going to break through these walls except the love of God. And we can talk about love and love is an action word. Amen. And it is it must come in demonstration. Praise God. We must demonstrate that we love. So tell me that you love me with words, but then show me that you love me indeed. Praise God. What are you doing? Praise God on a daily basis. So if you love the Lord, then how are you serving God's people? If you love the Lord, what are you doing? Hallelujah. What are you doing? Hallelujah. What have you done for God's people lately? Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Mm, mm, mm. Matthew 5 and 16, and I'll probably stop right here. Hallelujah. Offers an important reason why Christians are to act in ways that help others and not commit sins of omission. I must say, I thank God for my research team. Praise God. I thank God for the research team that God has provided. Ah, so the information that comes is because there's a research team behind me. And I thank God. Amen. I forgot the word. Uh, I thank God for the infrastructure that he's blessing me with. Praise God. And I thank God. Amen. 
for all that he's doing. Between the first lady and others, praise God, they're constantly feeding me information. And then I'm out here flying around by faith. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost is the lift beneath my wings. And I thank God, amen, for all that he's doing within us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, so let me get back here. Hallelujah. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Such actions bring glory to God. Hallelujah. And point. It's just so real. It's just so real. Such actions bring glory to God. Amen. And point others to God who may not yet know him. My actions, your actions on a daily basis. Hallelujah. One sow a seed. Another may water the seed. But God gets the increase. Hallelujah. People, men and women cannot accept by faith God unless the Holy Ghost. Amen. Entreat them to come. Galatians 6 and 9 adds, and let us not grow weary in well doing. Let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Hold on. The best is yet to come. Hold on. Weeping men do it for a night, but joy is coming in the morning and it's coming in with the morning light. I am so excited. Don't give up. Hold on. Don't give up. Hang in there. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't get out of the ship. Praise God. Even though, hallelujah, the wind is blowing. Even though the waves are high. Even though the waves are crashing over and water is splashing all in. And even sometimes the ship may be taken on water, but the Holy Ghost is not going to let you sink. Oh, no, he will not. He will not let you sink. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul was clear, and he was clear in the fact that we are not to be conformed to this world. Y'all don't hear me talking, but whether be transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Ghost will give me strength. You see, the power of the Holy Ghost, when you lay down at night, hallelujah, on pillars of peace and sheets of satisfaction that only the Holy Ghost can provide to you. Amen. You go in and you will be revived. Amen. You will be revived. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Uh, Romans 12 and 12 says this attitude and corresponding actions are very vital in both avoiding sins of commission and sins of omission. We don't have any excuse, saints of the Most High God. We don't have any excuse about what I should be in, what I should be doing, and who I think I am. If you are an, an intelligent being and all of us are intelligent, you can't, I can't continue to do the same thing because if I continue to do the same thing, it is an, a possibility that I might be insane. I will not continue to stand there and put my hand in the fire knowing that it's hot. 
I will not continue to eat something that I know is not good for me, even though we do do it. Saints of the Most High God, we have to take responsibility for our actions on a daily basis. We just wanted to come to you with some real talk on today because Jesus was real when he said, Father, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Yes, some of us feel forsaken. Some of us may feel left behind. But saints of the most high God, uh, if you get up, hallelujah, off your seat of do nothing. If you get up um, and stand on the platform uh, where God has given you, because you see each and every one of us, uh, we came into this world and God predestined us to become, uh, hallelujah, the sons of God. And I thank God because every time, amen, we we go through something. Uh, it brings us closer to God. Saints of the Most High God, God is not trying to hurt you. God is not trying to hurt me. God is not doing anything. It's our choices. Amen. We walk in the consequences of our choices. And when we look at Jesus, uh, Jesus took on the sins of this world. He took on my sin. He took on your sin. He took on the sins of the whole entire world and he shed his blood so i've got to repent of my sins father forgive me hallelujah for i have sinned against thee father in the name of jesus forgive me of my sins cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness and create within me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I believe in Jesus Christ and I want to follow Jesus. Yes, I do. I want to follow Jesus in this real time and in this real talk. I just want to stand on the word of God. I can't stand within myself, but I can stand on the word of God and I don't care what's going on in the world and I don't care what's going on inside of me. Uh, all I can do uh, is take a stand for Jesus. Uh, yes, I will. Uh, yes, I will. I'm going to stand up. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak up. Uh, I'm going to cry loud uh, and I'm going to spare not. Uh, I'm going to cry out uh, unto the Lord of hosts. Uh, why do I want to cry out? Uh, I want to cry out uh, because I heard in the Bible, a uh, long time ago, uh, God told Moses, uh, he said, look, uh, I hear uh, the cry of my people uh, has come up before me, uh, body of Christ, saints to the most high God. Uh, let's keep on crying. Uh, let's keep on praying. Uh, let's keep on. Let's keep on pushing. Uh, let's keep on singing. Uh, God. Uh, is not through. Uh, God uh, is yet using everything. He's turning things around for me. He's turning things around for you. So come on, body of Christ. Uh, come on, body of Christ. Uh, let's get right uh, and let's go home. Well, saints, we thank God for you. We thank God for Mr. Cantain. We thank God for Cordy X. We thank God for the Holy Ghost. We thank God for Kennedy Coffee. We thank God for uh, the Cordyceps, the Eltonai, and the Cappuccino that's mixed, mixed proportionately, amen, to give us energy and to give us strength, praise God, all natural. 
as it relates to Genesis 22, I'm sorry, Revelation 22 and 20, 22 and 2, praise God, healing, amen, healing. But the Holy Ghost wants to heal your heart. And I don't care what you're going through today. I don't care what you've been confronted with in times past. But the Holy Ghost wants to heal your heart. Amen. He wants to heal your heart today. As he healed my heart today from being violated ethically. Praise God. My heart is healed through the delivering of the word. Because it was ministering to me first. Amen. And you cannot give without God giving to you. You can't beat God's giving. So we're so excited. Amen be in the land of the living so excited to have this opportunity so excited for uh, TBC network and all that God has made available for us here so God bless you greater harvest God bless you body of Christ we look to see you again in Jesus name